These are the same media outlets cheering violent demonstrations in the streets. CNN, the New York Times, they think rioting is just okay. Just do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to wear masks. You just riot. 25,000 people standing on each other's face. Do whatever you want. Can you go to church? No. Can you go to restaurants? No. Can you do anything? No, but you can riot. That's okay. Arson's okay, but challenging Sleepy Joe is totally off limits. Uh, so disappointed in Fox. I'm not just running against Joe Biden. I'm running against the corrupt far-left media socialists and communists in the Democrat Party and the special interests who've made a living bleeding our country dry. And that's what's happened for too long. We've turned it around. But don't forget, when they turned it around, I had to fight other things like a fake impeachment. I had to fight a lot of things that are not like that wasn't in the uh, agenda. Never forget, and we fought it very well. And frankly, we had great support from the Republican Party, except for one person. But that's it. We had great support. Never forget, they are coming after me because I am fighting for you, and that's true. And this is a choice election. Our opponents put America last. I put America first, and that's what I've been doing for three and a half years. Our opponents want to erase borders. I will defend our borders. You see what's going on in our southern border? And by the way, that wall, 350 miles already, going to be finished very soon. They don't talk about the wall anymore, fellas. What's going on? They don't talk about it. They used to talk about it every day. He's not going to get his financing. But when you're a real estate developer, you always get financing. This was, this was like easy. He's not going to get his financing. Then we got our finance. They don't talk about it anymore. We're up to 300, almost 360 miles. We're doing about 10 miles a week. And, uh, and yeah, Mexico is paying for it. You do know that, right? They keep saying there's going to be a border charge at the border uh, for the trucks and cars. And it won't even have to be a lot. There's so many cars and trucks going through. But Mexico is paying for it. They've been great. They have... 27,000 soldiers right now on our border, and we appreciate it. We appreciate the president of Mexico. Our opponents will send your jobs to China. I will keep your jobs in America. Our opponents want to erase our nation's core values, and I want to defend, preserve our nation's historic values. Our opponents stand with rioters. I stand with the heroes of law enforcement. Did you see last night? I said, say the words law enforcement. Don't even say good or bad. Sleepy Joe, say law enforcement. He goes, no, I'd rather not. Say law enforcement, Sleepy Joe. Law enforcement with safety. No, 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 just law enforcement. They tell me that all the time, too. Please just say law enforcement with safety, sir. No, it's just law enforcement. It's very simple. It's a very simple term. Not with safety, unsafety. I mean, it's law Enforcement, he wouldn't say it, right? Then I said, name one group in the entire nation. I've got Minnesota now. I've got everybody. Name one group in the entire nation from law enforcement that's supporting you. Well, 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 uh, uh, then Chris Wallace. Okay, let's go to the next question. He's in trouble. He's in trouble. Let me protect him for Fox. Joe Biden says Antifa is just an idea. 
Well, ideas don't assault cops, and they don't burn down buildings. Antifa is a domestic terrorist organization. I proudly received the endorsement of the Fraternal Order of Police, the National Association of Police Organizations, the National Troopers Coalition, the International Union of Police Associations, and law enforcement organizations and departments in Florida, Ohio, North Carolina, Colorado, Arizona, Nevada, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Miss Minnesota. Good. I was getting, I was getting worried. Texas, New York's finest. They've never done it before. They came in New York's finest. These are great people. They could solve that problem in two minutes. All they want is their authority back. It's been taken away from them horribly. New York's finest never endorsed a candidate for president before, and they're great people. They can do it. New Jersey, Illinois, and many, many more. I won't bore you, but I could go on all night. I just a joke. Give me one, please. He was joking. He was, I'll tell you, he got saved. Joe Biden is saying he owns the socialism and extremism in his party, that he owns it. He, it's his, you know, it's not his party. It's not just party. That's right. You got crazy Bernie, you have AOC plus three. You got all these crazy people, these maniacs. You have the Green New Deal. How about the Green New Deal? He disavowed it. Then he said, no, I agree with it. I said, Joe, it's $100 trillion. That's more money than this country can make in the next 100 years if everything's perfect. It's so crazy. It's crazy. He wants to rebuild every building in the building. And take it down and rebuild every building. Let's say, does that include the Empire State Building? Let's take it down and rebuild it. These people are crazy. No more cows, no more airplanes, no more nothing. Biden even vowed to eliminate our tax cuts. That means you'll take away your child tax credits because I gave you child tax credits, $1,000 a child. He wants to take away what I gave you and revoke our historic tax relief right to the middle class it went. Joe Biden also refused to answer questions about packing the Supreme Court. Don't you love the Supreme Court? I mean, how good? How good is Amy? How good is Amy? How good is Amy? You know, her professor at Notre Dame, one of the most highly respected. <laughs> Fill that seat. Fill that seat. You better believe it. How good is she? So her professor, one of her professors, one of the most highly respected legal scholars in the country, said, been teaching for a long time, said she is the finest singer. She was first in her class, graduated first in her class. He said, she is the finest student he's ever had. Of all the students, uh, thousands of students, she's the single best student that he's ever had. Now he's saying, you know, she ought to run for president instead of Joe. He was like last in his class. She ought to. Can you imagine? This is a big difference. I don't know. How do you like Amy for the Supreme Court? Yes? If he gets elected, the hard left will appoint radical justices who will terminate the Second Amendment. No more guns. No more guns. As you all saw, Biden also refused to explain why his son Hunter was paid $3.5 billion, protected by Chris, by the wife of the former mayor of Moscow. And they talk about me with Russia. I have nothing to do with Russia and took out $1.5 billion from China. He manages, makes billions of dollars a year, right? Then he got the 
right? $183,000 a month. Would anybody like that job? You don't have a job. You're not employed. You get thrown out of the military for unfortunate reasons. Your father becomes vice president, and you get hired for $183,000 a month with, I think, a $3 million upfront payment. I think they could have had him for less. Would anybody take that job? And he knows nothing about energy. What do you know about energy? Well, that's not my thing. Oh, that's okay. I mean, could you imagine if I did it? How about when Sleepy Joe said, you're not getting the $1 billion unless you get rid of the prosecutor. When you get rid of the prosecutor, we'll send you the money. They got rid of the prosecutor. He said, now the money comes. I mean, can you imagine if I said that? Unbelievable. And the press doesn't want to talk about it. And Chris Wallace said, well, we, we don't want to discuss that. Oh, really, Chris? Uh, it's so sad. I'll tell you, it's so hypocritical, so sad. This is a matter of national security and economic security. The Bidens got rich while American workers got robbed. How can you deal with China if you take out three and a half billion dollars and make all sorts of money? How can you do it? A critical issue in this election, you saw what I did with China. Billions and billions a year they pay us. I gave a lot of it to the farmers, 28 billion dollars. A critical issue because they were targeted by China. A critical issue in this election is the future of the Minnesota Iron Range. You know that. That's why I'm here. This was just supposed to be a little get-together, and then they said, sir, we got thousands of people want to show up. I don't know. I don't know how many are involved. This was supposed to be an Iron Range get-together, but it turns out big. You know, Biden has 20, 30 people. He's got those circles. Today, he had a little bit more, like 30 or 40, but they were too close together. I sent him a note, Joe. They were too close, 34 people right next to each other. And yet he complained about our rally, right? Our rallies. Now, it's an honor that so many people showed up, because this was going to be a little quickie just to say congratulations, because Obama closed the Iron Range, and I opened it, and a man... A man came up to me, a tough man, a man who... a worker, a construction worker, real worker, and he looked at me, this is two years ago. He said, sir, you've given us back our life. And he was crying. And I said, when was the last time you cried? He said, I can't remember. I said, you never cried when you were a little baby. You never cried. This is not a crier. This guy was tough as hell. He said, sir, he took our, our life away. And let me tell you about Joe. Joe will reinstitute that ban in two minutes if we lose. So you better vote for me, Minnesota, really. I mean, honestly. He said, you gave, you gave our lives back, a lot of lives, thousands of jobs, and they closed it up as Vice President Joe Biden wiped out. <laughs> he wiped out so much, and that includes what he wiped out in the great state of Minnesota, and we're not going to let it happen anymore. We're not going to let it happen anymore. Thousands and thousands of workers, we're not going to let it happen anymore. They were all laid off, and now they're all back. And by the way, they say, what the hell do I know about iron ore? Well, I've put a lot of steel and a lot of iron over the years. But you know, they say it's the greatest iron ore anywhere in the world, and you should have it. After I put tariffs on foreign steel, the iron rage came roaring back. But the biggest thing I did was knock out his executive order. 
I've knocked out so much of the things that he did. He can't, can't like me too much. I would say he doesn't like me too much. Hey, did you see what happened with the FBI today? They caught them cold. Comey either has the worst memory in history. Did you see? I don't remember that. Did you spy on President Trump's campaign? Gee, I don't remember that. Did you go for a coup? Did you go for a coup? Uh, I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. I'll tell you, we caught him cold. It's about time that something happens, okay? It's about time that something happens. It's enough. We got plenty of information on these crooks. Bunch of crooks. Thing like that's never happened in the history of our country, and it's about time that something happens. We rescinded the federal withdrawal in Superior National Forest. You'll know all about that. You people especially, to restore mineral exploration for the iron ore miners in Minnesota. Well, we've done for Minnesota. I lose Minnesota, I'm never coming back. I don't care. I'm never coming back. We protected iron range workers from frivolous lawsuits. That was a big deal, right? The frivolous lawsuits. We started construction on the Sulak to get iron ore to market very quickly. So not only did we open it, we get it to market, we fix the locks. You couldn't even get it out. Those things were so old and broken. Now they're going to be very shortly in perfect shape. I opened up permitting for copper, nickel mining. Anybody involved there? Oh, it sounded a little far up, but a lot of people doing that. And I strongly support the replacement of the decaying Line 3 pipeline. We're going to replace it. It's all done. It's all done. All of this is why nine Democrat mayors of cities in the Iron Range have endorsed me over sleepy Joe Biden. Are they here tonight? I don't know if they're here tonight. These people are fantastic. Look at these great congressmen. Where are they? Oh, stand up. Wow. We had a ceremony a month ago where I introduced every one of them. You know, I'm not introducing you again. It's freezing out here. But I want to thank you. You're great people, great mayors, and uh, I appreciate the support very much. These are Democrats that voted for, I want to vote for Trump, that endorsed me fully. We've done a good job over there. Everything in good shape, right? Good. Thank you very much. It's a great honor. If Joe gets in, the radical left will shut down the Iron Range forever. It's going to be gone. They're not going to be able to open it again. Not easy to open a thing like that. Not easy. A lot more difficult than people would think. Earlier today, I took another historic step for your state when I signed an executive order providing billions of dollars to jumpstart production of critical and other minerals, which will create countless jobs and are so important for our country. Minerals. I will always protect the state of Minnesota. I will do that. It's been very good to me. We almost won it. We almost won it. One more speech. I had a choice. Do I do Michigan, which we won? Do I do? I should have done them both. One more speech. We lost by very little. Think of that, though. Hasn't been won by a Republican. I don't get that because the Democrats have done such a lousy, pathetic job. Hasn't been won since 1972. Reagan lost it. It was the only state he lost, remember? So we're going to change that. We've got to change it. Who's going to do what we've done for you? Right? Another massive issue for Minnesota is the election. 
of Joe Biden's plan to inundate your state with a historic flood of refugees. Biden and crazy Bernie Sanders have agreed on a manifesto. Did you see last night? I didn't agree. I didn't agree after the show. They said, oh, actually, he did. Oh, great. They fact-checked. They found out he made a mistake, slight mistake. It's the worst thing you've ever seen. But they pledged a 700% increase in refugees. 700%. Congratulations, Minnesota. Congratulations. Now, and what about Omar, where she gets caught harvesting? What the hell is going on? I hope your U.S. attorney is involved. What? What is going on with Omar? I've been reading these reports for two years about how corrupt and crooked she is. Let's get with it. Let's get with it. I mean, frankly, harvesting's terrible, but it's the least of the things that she has done. How the hell? Then she tells us how to run our country. Can you believe it? How the hell did Minnesota elect her? What the hell is wrong with you people? Right? What the hell happened? These guys in the stand-up. Are you are you a big fan of Omar? I don't think so. Stand up. Look at this guy. He looks like nobody's gonna fight him. I don't think you're a big fan of Omar, right? No, she's been crooked for a long time. This is the least of it. It's time. And you know what? AOC also, it's time. It's time. You take a look at what they the corruption, the disgusting corruption. 700% increase, refugees coming from the most dangerous places in the world, including Yemen. Syria, and your favorite country, Somalia, right? You love Somalia. This guy loves Somalia. Biden will turn Minnesota into a refugee camp, and he said that. Overwhelming public resources, overcrowding schools, and inundating your hospitals. You know that. It's already there. It's a disgrace what they've done to your state. It's just, it's absolutely, it's a disgrace, okay? Biden has even pledged to terminate our travel ban on jihadist regions, opening the floodgates to radical Islamic terrorism. Remember, I used to talk about it all the time. I got a ban. Remember, they said you'd never be able to get a ban? And then I lost at the lower court. I lost at the Court of Appeals. And they said, he lost. He lost in huge stories. Then I won at the Supreme Court. They didn't even report it. Yeah. And they still say, he lost on the travel ban. He lost. He lost. But they are talking about the first two courts. They forget to say that at the Supreme Court, we were, these are the most dishonest people. It's hard to believe, actually. But look at all those cameras. That's a lot. They love it. I love every time I'm getting ready. You know, they've gotten very good at this. Every time I'm getting ready to hit them, the lights just go off. You know those red lights? <laughs> My administration is keeping terrorists, extremists, and criminals out of our country. And we're keeping them the hell out of Minnesota. And we've ended the refugee influx into your state. You were one of the most hard-hit states for whatever reason. We've ended it. You know that, right? Do you know that? Does anybody know this? Does anybody know this? I don't think they tell you about it. But, uh, you know, they talk about the suburbs, women in the suburbs. I ended a regulation that nobody would have done. This brings public housing, low-income housing into the suburbs. And by the way, just so we can get this right, 30 percent of the people in the suburbs are low-income people. 30% of the people in the suburbs are minorities. And so we're ruining this American dream for everybody. But he's got a plan. It's the worst thing you've ever seen, having to do with zoning. They zone you out. They build low-income housing next to your house. 
it's crazy. And then I hear, I'm not doing well in the suburbs. I'm not doing well in the suburbs. Are you people crazy? Are you crazy? I just explained this. No, I just explained it. Thank you. No, it's crazy. And they came to me, great people, Ben Carson, a lot of great people. And they came to me and they said, sir, why don't we just amend it? I said, no, really, I want it out. I want it over. I want it ended. Well, it would be a lot easier to amend it. I said, no, I want it over. It's not right. It's killing your suburbs. And it is. It's killing your suburbs. And then they say, women in the suburbs don't like President Trump. I don't think so. That happened last time. Remember? That happened last Remember last time? They said he will not do well with women. He will not do well with women. He will not do well with women. These were the idiots on election night four years ago. He will not do. This will be a very short night for Donald Trump at the time. This will be a very short. Then at the end, they said he did really well with women. That was sort of weird. Anyway, we did well with everybody, actually. And we're going to do even better now. We have more enthusiasm. Look at this crowd. This was supposed to be a few people. This was supposed to be... This was supposed to be just a little celebration. I said, oh, good, a little celebration. I figured a couple of hundred people like Sleepy Joe gets in his best day. I said, how many people? About 10,000, sir. I said, oh, that's nice. Secured America's border, rebuilt awesome power of the U.S. military, obliterated the ISIS caliphate, fixed our disastrous trade deals, and they were a disaster, and brought jobs back home to America and back home to Minnesota. We brought a lot of jobs back. Last year, before the plague came in from China, you had the best year you've ever had. The year before that, you had the best year you've ever had until the following year. And we're doing it again. We're building it up rapidly. China came up. They gave us the plague. It's no good. We're never going to forget that. I did a trade deal. The ink wasn't even dry. And they let that happen. We're never going to forget it. We built the greatest economy in the history of the world, and now we are quickly doing it again. We've added a historic 10.6 million jobs in the last four months. That's a record, the likes of which has never even been close to being challenged. To fight the China virus, we launched the largest national mobilization since World War II. We pioneered life-saving therapies, reducing the fatality rate 85% since April. Think of that, meaning you go to the hospital. And you got a lot better chance. I'll tell you what, I spoke to a gentleman today from Pfizer. I speak to all of these guys. These are great people. And they're coming up with things that are phenomenal. Regeneron. We are coming up with things that are phenomenal, including therapeutics or therapies. It's uh, incredible what's happening. You'll be seeing it. You'll be seeing it. Very and by the way, with Biden, it would have been years before you came up with any of this stuff. Years. It would have been years. He complains, you didn't act fast enough, and yet he's all over the place calling me xenophobic because I closed the border. Okay, how do you figure that one? This guy, just a politician. He's just another politician. 47 years, he hasn't done a damn thing. But now he's going to. But now he's going to. I haven't done anything in 47 years, but now I'm going to. Europe is almost a 50% greater excess mortality rate than the United States. You don't hear that. 
Through Operation Warp Speed, we will develop and distribute a vaccine in record time. It's going to be very, very soon. And before the end of the year, maybe sooner than that. On November 3rd, Minnesota will decide whether we end this pandemic, defeat the virus, and return to record prosperity. Either way, we're returning. Either way. We're going to have the vaccine. We're rounding the turn. Well, whether we allow Joe Biden to kill the recovery, you know, he wants to shut down. This guy says, let's shut it down. A lot of death caused by shutdown. Depression, death, drugs, alcoholism. Horrendous family fights, horrendous family fights. And he wants to destroy those suburbs by abolishing single-family zoning. All of these things are just a horrible thing, he, what he wants to do. And I think he's going to do it because he's not smart enough to understand that the other side has big problems. You know, we did something great. We had the greatest economy in history, and we had to close it down because we lost millions of lives. And now we're opening it up, and we're doing it at a level like nobody's ever seen before. And it's a great thing. And we're going to be back in business very soon, except for some Democrats. Though. And they'll all open up. They're going to all open up right after November 3rd. They'll announce. We'd like to uh, tell you that we're all opening up November 4th. Did you see the one group? They said, we're opening up, yeah, right after the election. I think we'll open up. Oh, that's great. These are terrible people because they're more interested in politics than they are in the lives of people. They want to confiscate your guns and indoctrinate your children with this poisonous anti-American rhetoric and lies to combat the toxic left and you see this, that toxic left-wing propaganda in our schools. We are launching a new pro-American lesson plan for students called the 1776 Commission. We will teach our children the truth about America, that we are the most exceptional nation on the face of the earth. That's what I want them to hear. We are joined tonight by some real warriors, friends of mine. They fight with, they take, they, they just win. They know how to win. I'm telling you, you have some great ones. And they really are. They're great people. The impeachment hoax, they fought it so great. These are real warriors. I call them warriors. Representatives Tom Emmer. Jim Hagedorn. And Pete Starbuck, great hockey player. And I'll tell you, we have some incredible congressional candidates that we're going to work because we got to get Nancy Pelosi the hell out of there and we're very good. We have some candidates. Tyler Christner. Where's Tyler? Where's Tyler? Thank you, Tyler. Great job. I hear great things, Tyler. A man with the greatest name in politics, Lacey Johnson. Great guy. Great guy. And somebody that's going to help us a lot, along with Tyler and Lacey, Michelle Fishback. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. We're going to be working with you. And they all have my total endorsement. You know that, okay? The next U.S. Senator from Minnesota is a man who was born for this position, unlike your current senator, who nobody knows who the hell she is. Who is she? I said, who is she? Is she in the Senate? Jason Lewis. Jason. Thank you, Jason. Great job you're doing. We got to get Jason in. Got to get them all in. RNC co-chairman Tommy Hicks. Tommy Hicks. 
Thank you, Tommy. And Mike Lindell, he makes more pillows, this guy. He makes more pillows. Thank you, Mike. He goes to a lot of my rallies. He likes these rallies. And we like him. Here as well tonight is 96-year-old World War II veteran, Dr. John Ringsred. Great, John. Wow. You look good, handsome. Thank you, John. Thank you very much. It's an honor, John. After years of rebuilding other nations, we are finally rebuilding our nation. In 2017, I signed a very historic executive order, making it difficult, and really just looking at what government policy has to do in order to buy American and hire American. You ever see Biden? He's got a sign, buy American. I said, he got it from me. I've been doing this for a long time. He copies my campaign, copies our plans. He copies a lot. I, you haven't heard that before. He invested $2.5 trillion in the military. We put $2.5 trillion in. We have the best weapons, all made in the USA. We have the greatest weaponry we've ever had. No country. No country has ever come close to the kind of firepower we have. Hopefully, hope to God we never have to use it. We have firepower and weapons, and the Republicans did it because they're Democrats, so we have to have that. Otherwise, we're going to be at the mercy of other countries. We have the greatest firepower, the greatest weapons in the history of the world. Hope to God that we never have to use them. And we launched a new branch of the U.S. Armed Forces, First since the Air Force in 75 years, it's called the Space Force. That's a big deal. We killed the founder and leader of ISIS, al-Baghdadi. Gone. We took out the world's number one terrorist and the murder of so many American troops and plenty of other troops. Qasim Soleimani is no longer with us. I withdrew from the last administration's Total disaster, the Iran nuclear deal, okay? Obama gave him $150 billion. That was bad, but he gave him $1.8 billion in cash. How the hell do you do that? What does $1.8 billion in cash look like? They must have looked at that. They said, man, plane loads of cash. I kept my promise, recognized the true capital of Israel, and opened the American embassy in Jerusalem. I also recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights, and instead of endless wars, we are forging peace in the Middle East. And I was nominated for three Nobel Prizes, and not once, I didn't get one star. I didn't get one star. I have to tell you, because they refused to write it. When Obama got his Nobel Prize, they didn't, I mean, it was the biggest story I've ever seen, right? And he didn't even know why he got it. He got it, like, immediately upon taking office. What a difference. But I told my first lady, I told our first lady, darling, you're going to be so proud of me tonight. We're going to watch television. And you're not going to believe how big this guy. What happened? What happened? Darling, I won the, I was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize for Israel, right? Bahrain, United Arab Emirates. And then again, again, I was nominated again. 
for Serbia, Kosovo, all different. Then I was nominated a third time. But I said first time, second time I was a little bit, yeah, I know. I love you too. But I said to our first lady, watch this tonight, darling. It's going to be. And I turned to Lester Holt, number two show. I turned to Lester Holt. And they covered one story about rain. Another was about the environment. Another was about something else. Another was a bad hit on me. Another was something else. So now we're through with about half of it. Now they went to the longest commercial I've ever seen. Not supposed to. You know, when you report the fake news, you're not supposed to get free airtime from the U.S. government, right? Does anybody know what that means? And then they went on to the second half. Again and again and again, she looked at me, darling, I don't think they're going to cover this. I said, it's impossible. It's a nomination for the Nobel Peace Award. It's impossible. Guess what? It ended. We got nothing. <laughs> then three days later, we got nothing. And on the third time, the third time, I said, let's not even watch. We're not going to get any. These people are sick. But I did more in 47 months than Sleepy Joe Biden did in 47 years. And now he's pushing the most far-left platform in history. The Biden plan would destroy Social Security and destroy protections for people with pre-existing conditions, give free federal health care to all illegal aliens, bankrupting Medicare, well, you know what's going to happen. They're going to pour into our country. When you hear that, they're going to come in. They're very smart, very sophisticated. You'd be surprised. Ban school choice and ban all charter schools. No more charter schools, no more school choice. Well, we're making a lot of progress. In the second term, I will provide school choice to every parent in America. A vote for Republicans is a vote for safe communities, great jobs, and a limitless future for all Americans. And in conclusion, over the next four years, we will make America into the manufacturing superpower of the world. And we will end our reliance on China once and for all. Did you see what he said last night about manufacturing? Well, Obama said, we're not going to ever have manufacturing again. You need a magic wand. Last night, he said, we're doing manufacturing. No, no. They gave up on manufacturing. I have almost 700,000 manufacturing jobs. I said, how can you lose manufacturing? These bad news, they lie. We will make our medical supplies right here in the United States. We will hire more police, increase penalties on assaults. And we will ban deadly sanctuary cities. We will uphold religious liberty, free speech, and the right to keep and bear arms. Second We will strike down terrorists who threaten our citizens, and we will keep out. We will keep people out of our country. Thank you. <laughs> but we will keep out of these ridiculous, endless wars in countries that you've never heard of and you never will hear of. It's ridiculous. And we're bringing them all home. You see that. We will maintain America's unrivaled military might, and we will ensure peace through strength. That's what we have. Ridiculous. We're all over the world. We're in places nobody ever heard of before. We will end surprise medical billing, require price transparency. I've already signed it. Can you believe it kicks in on January 1st? Can you imagine if this clown gets in and they'll say, you got price transparency. What's that? That'll have such an impact. It kicks in. I said to my people, do you think you could have kicked it in a little bit earlier? 
I'd further reduce health insurance premiums and the cost of prescription drugs, which we're going to be bringing down massively because of favored nations. We will strongly protect Medicare and Social Security, and we will always protect those incredible people, as I said, with pre-existing conditions. America will land the first woman on the moon, and the United States will be the first nation to land an astronaut on Mars, and it will be soon. You have to see NASA has become, again, the greatest space center in the world. You had to see what it looked like when I took over. It was terrible. We will stop the radical indoctrination of our students and restore patriotic education to our schools. We will teach our children to love our country, honor our history, and always respect our great American flag. And we will live by the timeless words of our national motto, In God We Trust. For years, you had a president who apologized for America. Now you have a president who is standing up for America and standing up for the great people of Minnesota. Thank you. But if we don't win, I'm never calling you great again. So get your friends, get your family, get your neighbors, and get your co-workers, and get out and vote. We got to win. We got to win. Early voting has already begun. Don't wait. Please, go out and vote. Did you see in New York today? A hundred thousand fraudulent ballots. They sent out a hundred thousand ballots. Wrong names, wrong addresses, wrong envelopes. Other than that, they did quite well. Think of it, a hundred thousand. So you know what their solution? That's okay. We'll send out another hundred thousand. I said, really? What's going to happen to the first hundred thousand? Who's going to vote them? This is crazy what's going on. This is crazy. From St. Paul to St. Cloud, from Minneapolis to Minnetonka, and from Rochester to right here in Duluth, I like Duluth. This great state was pioneered by men and women who braved the wilderness and the winters to build a better life for themselves and for their families. They were truly brave, brilliant, incredible people. They were tough. And they were strong. They didn't have a lot of money. They didn't have a lot of luxury. But they had grit, they had faith, and they had each other. They were miners and lumberjacks, fishermen and farmers, shipbuilders and shopkeepers. But they all had one thing in common. They loved their families, they loved their country, and they loved their God. citizens like you help build this country, and together we are taking back our country. We are returning power to you, the American people. With your help, your devotion, and your drive, we are going to keep on working, we are going to keep on fighting, and we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning.
It's true. It's we're going to keep on winning. You know, Minnesota. Maybe I'll just do it real sick because we need Jason. Jason, where's Jason? Jason's going to come. Jason, it's going to be your senator. You're going to win so much. You know that one, right? You've heard it. Should I do it or not? Not this beautiful crescendo of a speech, and now I have to ruin it with the story with Jason. But let's do it anyway. But we're going to win so much. Because Minnesota, before I came around, was not doing too well, okay? Was not doing too well. Then you had your best years ever. But we're going to win so much, and you're going to go and see your great senator, Jason Lewis. He's going to say, and you're going to see Emmer, and you're going to see all of them. And you're going to say, Mr. Senator, please go see the president. We're winning too much. We can't stand it, sir. Minnesota, we're not used to winning this much. It's too much, sir. Please, go see. Well, I don't want to do that. Please, Senator, go see the president. We're winning too much. We cannot stand it. For years, we've done poorly before he came along. Now we're doing so well. And we're growing now stronger than ever before. We don't want to win so much, Mr. Senator. So your senator's going to come in. Hi, Jason. How you doing, sir? Minnesota's winning too much. We have to stop it. I said, what are you talking about? Sir, we have to stop it. It's just too much winning. We have to stop it. I say, Jason, let me tell you. I know the people of Minnesota, and they love winning. They're going to keep winning. We're going to win. We're going to win so much. We're going to keep on winning, and you're going to have the greatest year that you've ever had next year and the year after, and that's where it's heading. So I just want to thank you. And Jason, I'm sorry. I will not follow your wish. Thank you very much. But we're, we are. We're one movement. We're one family. We're one beautiful people and one glorious nation under God. And together with the incredible people of Minnesota, we will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Minnesota.